David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you. An interesting episode, no doubt. An interesting guest, somebody a little more edgy than what some of our audience might be used to, but hopefully that goes well. This really is the difference between radio and an internet show. An internet show you can do anywhere. Where are we right now? We are in the dojo. In the dojo. Well, I believe we're somewhere in Illinois. That's oh, yeah. about we're across the river or across the Mississippi, and we want to talk more about that. We have some great games, great voicemails, and a great guest today. But of course, before we start that, color of the day. Yes, my favorite. Today's color of the day, cinnamon. We're only just a little past the holiday season, and I'm still in the spirit. Cinnamon is not only a delicious addition to your Christmas coffee, but a great color made up of 210 red, 105 green, and 30 blue. Today's color of the day, cinnamon. Beautiful. One last thing before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show, Chen's Chinese Restaurant at 2704 Anderson Avenue in Manhattan, Kansas. Welcome to Chen's Chinese Restaurant. Start off with our selection of appetizers, which include fried wonton dumplings, donut and crab cocktail claws. Our menu features from traditional Chinese cuisine, Asian-style Chinese food, to diet dishes. We are located on the corner of Anderson Avenue and Hilton Heights Road, just east of West Loop Shopping Center. Just three-minute drive from Kansas State University. That's where I went to college. I didn't know that, dude. Order online now for carryout and delivery. Thank you, Chen's Chinese Restaurant, for sponsoring the show today. It is a great sponsor. We've had them recently. I'm glad that they're back on the team. Today's guest is Troy Rigdon, and we're going to get right into world news with David Collins. Right on. Thank you for having me, David. Of course. Well, it's good to be. It's good to have you. When I ask you about world news, you know your cat, I believe, might actually be interviewing, inter- interacting with the camera right now. We're going to have to get into this later. We're missing Jerry. So it's a little... I'm going to have to talk about this in a little bit. But when we talk about world news, what do you think about? What comes to mind when you think of world news this week? World news. A lot going on in the news this week. So many stories that we have to get to. Do you have anything in particular that comes to mind? For world news? For world news. World news. And uh, it's a really tough subject, you know? Right. There's so many stories. Here's an interesting one. China feels the country isn't patriotic enough. A new law aims to change that. The patriotic education law aimed at enhancing national unity mandates that love of the country and the ruling Chinese Communist Party be incorporated into work and study for everyone, from the youngest children to workers and professionals across all sectors. Interesting. Isn't that an interesting story? Quite. I didn't want to make any jokes about it, given today's sponsor. I thought it'd be a little inappropriate, but that was an interesting <laughs> story. The biggest story this week, of course, was the newly released Epstein list. Have you heard about this? A little bit, yeah. Have you I, seen uh, any of this? It's interesting, man. What do you think about this Epstein list? I just hope I'm not on it. Right. Well, I'm sure you're not. Hundreds of released court documents released this week showing new names mentioned in the lawsuits filed by victims. Did you see any of these names in there? I certainly did. What was the most interesting name that you saw? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Was he actually in there? No, I just heard Aaron Rodgers say I thought it was right. funny. Well, I believe that actually had to do with 
Jimmy Kimmel accused Aaron Rodgers of being a conspiracy theorist years ago when Aaron Rodgers first brought up the Epstein list, and now it's being all confused. Jimmy Kimmel, not one to take a joke. No, not one to take a joke or deliver one. I don't really care for him. The most surprising name that I saw there was Copperfields. What was that? David Copperfield. Yeah, that was crazy. David Copperfield. The story gets much more horrific about that island when you realize they were cutting women in half, too. I thought you were going to say magical. (laughs) No, no. Much more horrific. Eh, teach their own. You can only hope that he was only there to be a consultant for trap doors. You know? <laughs> right? Good one, David. Bill Clinton was on that about f- over 50 times. Did you see this? Yeah, you better be careful talking about them. Bill Clinton. I guess you got to be careful talking about the Clintons. That's true. Either way, a bad week to be a saxophonist. I suppose. A bad week for saxophone. Yeah, this actually reminded me of a what? joke. Do you know any any Bill Clinton jokes? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm a big fan of jokes. I'm not sure if you know. Now, a little a little inside information. Troy is somebody that's been showing up to a lot of these comedy clubs in the area, so we've been getting to know each other a little bit. It's not the first time that we've met here, but I had a fun joke here. This reminded me of this whole Bill Clinton thing. Reminded me of a fun. Have you ever heard the golden urinal joke? I don't think so. So Bill Clinton's president, and he's at the White House, and he has a friend over, and they're going to play some music together. And Bill Clinton's looking for a saxophone. He can't find a saxophone. His friend says, all right, well, I'm going to go use the restroom. When I come back, we'll play some music together. You'll find your saxophone. The man comes back from using the restroom. Bill Clinton says, I can't find my saxophone. He says, that's too bad. But wow, golden urinals, huh? Totally. Talking muffins. That's a great. I thought that's a great. I thought it was great. It's a great joke. I love a good Bill Clinton golden urinal joke. Everybody can remember that. If anybody else has heard that golden urinal joke, make sure you email me dc thirty minute half hour at gmail dot com. Was that joke on your last special? Unfortunately, I don't have any comedy specials. I haven't been doing comedy too consistently, but we're going to get more consistent here. We're thinking about actually starting a David Collins thirty minute half hour reality show. Where Ooh. I grow as a comedian and kind of get my foot in the door at clubs all around the Midwest. We thought that might be an interesting angle to go, so we're thinking about getting into that there. I'd watch that. Speaking of golden urinals, yeah. the Golden Globes was last oh, week. Oh, yeah. It was, wasn't it? Isn't that interesting? Did you see any of the Golden Globes? Uh, not, No, not at all, really. Hosted by Joe Coy. Do you know Joe Coy? Yeah. I Joe must, Coy, was... a very a household name. In fact, a lot of people know this Joe Coy, and I know he's very popular actually within the Mexican community, which I thought was very strange, <laughs> but Joe, Joe Coy described it as a tough room. Tough room. A tough room. Would you ever want to do so as a comedian? Would you ever want to be, be hosting an event like that? Would you want to be in that situation? Uh, they would never have me. I'm fucking, no, but no thank you. <laughs> right. Well, it seems you are kind of just put there to be the fall guy. Yeah, yeah. I guess Joe Coy made some sort of off-color joke about Taylor Swift. Nice. And Taylor Swift swung back, calling it weird and flat. Like her chest? <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, we usually ask people don't do their material on the show. That's pretty good. One nice story did come out of the Golden Globes, though. This was interesting. Did anybody hear about this story? Aria Mia Loberti won an award for her role in All the Light We Cannot See and was the first blind actress to ever win a Golden Globe. Isn't that nice? That is very nice. Although I heard that they just gave her a bronze globe. (laughs) I liked it. I think that maybe we'll patch that in. I wish Sherry was here. Usually he can give me a nod and let me know. It's very, it's too bad. We're going to have to get into that very soon here. A lot of of stories this week in the news. Cool. 
It's what else did we have here? The Miami Mall aliens. We'll skip that. What? The Stanley Cup stories. How about this 13-year-old that actually was able to beat chess? Or beat Tetris? Tetris. I saw that. He beat Tetris, this 13-year-old. Dude, that was impressive as hell. It was. So for anybody unfamiliar, there's a Nintendo version of Tetris from the 90s. And after a few hundred levels of Tetris, apparently the game crashes. Nobody up to this point in all of history has been able to do it until this 13-year-old did it. Not a single one. 13 years old, though, spending all his time playing Tetris. I wonder how his grades are. Dude, I wonder how much pussy he gets. Right. Well, I'm sure he has an A in geometry. Dude, all right. That kid is pretty impressive. How about this? A lot in the news this week. And if I'm missing any stories that you thought was a bigger story than what we've talked about, email me, dc 30 hour at gmail.com. This must be the most stories we have ever tried to cover in one show here. But how about this Gypsy Rose? Oh, yeah, I was just heard Are about you familiar that. with this Gypsy Rose story? This was interesting. Mm-hmm. Huge in the news this week. And everybody seems to have already talked about it, so I don't know what more we can add to it. I'm wondering if she's on that Epstein list. That's one Bro. thing I want to get straightened out. <laughs> So, just to sum up the story real quickly here, 10 years ago, she was artistically abused by her mother. She had her then-boyfriend murder the mother. They both went to prison. She was recently released. I just wanted to say to that new husband, apparently she's already dumped the old guy and gotten a new husband. Be careful, guy. That gypsy rose has thorns. (laughs) Every rose has their thorns there, David. Every rose. That's true. Well, I hope somebody already told him that. And that was World News with David Collins. I'm just waiting for that chick's OnlyFans to come out. There ain't no way. Do you think that might happen? You know, that would be an interesting story, and it'd be great to have another reason to bring her back up on the show. Dude, you should have her on the show. She would be a great guest to get on the show. I wonder, I'm surprised she hasn't already started that media tour. I thought so, too. I'm waiting to see her on Rogan, or maybe we'll see her on Shannon Sharp first. Shannon Sharp would be the best. Her and Cat Williams together would be great. Apparently, we'll have to talk a little bit about that later. Today's guest is an Eastern Iowa stand-up comedian who is new to the scene, but is working hard to make himself known. He's already appeared on shows at Chicago's The Comedy Bar in Dubuque and The Gold Room in Galena, Illinois. Shout out, Galena. Like me, he's a big fan of comedy and audio format shows, so we got to talking at some of these venues. He's a bit edgy if you haven't already noticed, so everyone hold on to their seats. Please welcome our guest, Troy Rigdon. Howdy, everybody. Thank you for having me, David. Troy Rigdon. Mm. Welcome to the show, Troy. I'm a big, big fan. And we want to learn more about you and your comedy and kind of what you have plans for, but we have to get into one segment first before we do any of that. David Curtin's Captivating Developments. DC's CDs and a few updates that I need to get straightened out with my audience here. I do owe many of you listening an apology at this time. We had a holiday giveaway recently and I owe a handful of members of my audience some shirts and some pins. Oh, wow. I assure you we will be getting those sent out next week. One of the things that's been keeping us so busy, of course, are the holidays themselves. My birthday is actually December 25th. What? December 25th. You're saying this, kid? Right. So it's been a long couple of weeks. Also, Jerry has gotten COVID since, so this has kind of been the timeline here. Of course, Christmas. I spend my birthday and Christmas with my mother. We were watching Bill Maher's Club Random. I'm not sure if you're a fan of that show. We're big fans of that show, watching a lot of that. A week goes by. I spend New Year's partying with Jerry. It's a lot of fun. We went out. We haven't been out like that ever. I don't think I've ever gone out like that, but he had a... He ended up having COVID. Oh, God. So, and he still has COVID up till today. It's been a pretty dramatic scene. Get well soon, Jay. I'm hoping for the best there. 
But that's basically catching us up on DC's CDs here. Finally, though, a big announcement. We finally announced David Collins' 30-minute half-hour live show. Nice. February 9th, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I think there'll be tickets at the door. I'm not exactly sure. It's not on a website or anything. It's not one of those venues, but we did organize it. It's a great comedy club. I believe it's closing. I'm not sure. Hopefully it's not a statement on the club, but we've been there many times and we've recorded episodes in the green room there, but never on stage with a live audience. And we're really looking forward to that. Troy, do you have any updates? Would you like to introduce your cat here? That seems to be getting into the, into the scene. So that's good. This is my cat dog meat. She's cool. Uh, She's getting to be a cat, not a kitty. Getting to be a cat. So what's the difference between a cat and a kitty? I think it's the uh, fur to chunk ratio. So I really wanted to talk to you about comedy. Have you been doing any podcasts? But before we talk about comedy, have you done any podcasts or shows like this in the past? Uh, Actually, no. It's my first one. I'm very honored. Is that right? You haven't done anything like any any local Ben's Fellas or something kind of like that? Well, there's a variety of local local podcasts or shows. Oh, no. You're probably the only person who thinks I'm funny. Well, I only mentioned that. You know, actually, I, I have to talk about this. Also, at the end of December, I appeared on the Johnny O podcast. Nice, dude. That was a show I was on. And at the end of this week, I'll actually be appearing on a show called Who Are the Podcasts? And I think we're actually going to be talking about something very special. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be an interesting thing. He reached out and he wanted me on the show. Right so you on. work at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> work at a bar. That must be fodder. For your comedy, oh yeah, you must have no. You must tell. So, so how about a bar story? Do you have any bar stories? Uh, I this chick blow me in the bathroom while she was pissed in the urinal. Wow! I told everybody listening a bit edgy. Yeah. This kitten is attacking you dramatically. I'm so sorry. You know, usually I wouldn't want to. Many people it is an audio format, generally speaking. So it's too bad that they won't be able to experience the cat. Maybe we should have brought in a third microphone. Dude, paint a picture. This little. Ouch. So how about this bar? You have any other bar stories? You're so you have sexual interactions in the bathroom with patrons. What else must go on in the bathroom? I like the way you put that. There's a lot of other things going on in the bathroom there, but I don't know. There's always five five chicks in the bathroom at once, right? And then they all go in groups. Is that right? I don't know about the bar that you work at. If there's going to be room like that, of course, I'd love to hear more of those stories. But that sound means it's time for our first game. Beautiful. Our first game today. I'm very excited for a brand new game. This game's called, Which Dead Guy Is Dan Doing? So we have friend of the show, Dan McCullough, had sent us some great impressions. We're going to listen to one of those great impressions, and you're going to have to tell us, Which Dead Guy Is Dan Doing? Awesome. Are you ready to play, Which Dead Guy Is Dan Doing? Stoked. Perfect. (coughs) Old Dan Dan Sausage Man. Uh, You are listening to uh, David Collins, uh, 30-minute... Half-hour show. Why don't we listen to that one more time? Uh, You are listening to uh, David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. All right, which dead guy is Dan doing? Is that Nixon? Give it a few moments here. Is that your final answer? Remember, anybody playing at home, make sure you email me your answers. DC30MinuteHalfHour at (coughs) gmail.com. Would you like to lock that in? I suppose so. That's right. That was Nixon. It's a great job. Do you like this game? Yeah, it is. It's an awesome game. Good format. 
good format. Well, but make sure you don't take a look at the screen here, but I'm going to go ahead. We're going to play that next voicemail. You know, I specifically had said that to Dan. Dan said, how would you like me to send this to you? I said, this is how. Sent it a different way. So I'm not sure why he asked, but I'm happy that he was happy to send these impressions. Why don't we listen to round two? Which dead guy is Dan doing? Yes, uh, you are listening to David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. Which dead guy is Dan doing? Sean Connery. <laughs> I love That's the Perfect. That was Sean Connery. Dan does good impressions, and that's why I thought this would be a great game. But what worries me is that he's so good at impressions that it's going to be too easy of a game. I'm glad you picked this one for me. Well, you're doing a great job so far. Why don't we jump into round three of what dead guy is Dan, what dead guy is Dan doing? Well, you're listening to David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. What dead guy is Dan doing? I was going to say someone that's totally alive for a second. Uh-oh. Um, can I hear it again? That is a tough little point. They do have to be a dead celebrity. Can you use it in a sentence? I don't know. Uh, uh, Give it a few more moments there. What dead guy is Dan doing? Give me a hint. Where's, where's he from? I'm sorry. Uh, you have run out of time. That answer was Ronald Reagan. Oh, wow. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I just saw Maybe him last a little week. Past your time, that might be what's going on there. Yeah, that's, thank you. He's I'm, an older gentleman. I'm a pretty young cat. Certainly. Why don't we look at round four here? I thought this was such a fun game. We'd do four rounds of it today. What do you think Beautiful. about that? Do you like this game? I love it. That's great. Bring it on. Round four of what dead guy is Dan doing? You are listening to David Collins' thirty-minute half-hour show. Oh, oh, oh. What the fuck? <laughs> what dead guy is Dan doing? Uh, I really had to deep reach deep in your bag of tricks for this one, huh? Would you like to hear that one more time? What if that's a that's yeah, a tough one, one here. Why don't we listen to that one more time? You are listening to David Collins' thirty-minute half-hour show. Oh, oh, oh! I, I don't have. You one. know, if I didn't know the answer, I might guess Chris Tucker. Really? No, yeah. I'm not sure. Should I, guess, should I guess Chris Tucker? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That wouldn't be correct, even if you did. That answer was Robin Williams. Oh, okay. Robin Williams. A little hoo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, a little though. bit. You know, it's interesting. Some, so many impressions. If you do a hoo-hoo, you know exactly which who's you're doing. Yeah. Well, that was, which dead guy is Dan doing? Great game. So what made you want to start comedy? Because for me specifically, I had had the opportunity through working through radio to actually open for Mark Norman. Now, I've told oh, this story yeah. many times, but it's interesting, and I've started on a much bigger stage at that time, and I still didn't want to really pursue that. I was so happy doing my broadcasting. What made you want to get on, on stage and do comedy? And I understand you're a fan of Kill Tony, is that right? Oh, yeah, dude. That do you like, you currently, you're like the current band? Because I actually used to be a much bigger of Kill Tony. I would watch it years and years ago. I actually was in Lawrence, Kansas, when they were in, when they did their tour in 2019. Right and that was great. It was uh, a lot of fun. Jeremiah Watkins, of yeah. course, as the band member, he did the doctor from Back to the Future as his character. Doc Brown? It was a great show. Nice. A great show. So why did you start comedy and Don't kill know. Tony? How about that? How about it? It's, that's, uh, yeah. 
uh, Kill Tony is pretty sweet. I fuck. I I thought about get trying to go down and get on it, but then I was like, that's a long walk, you know. Right. Well, you'd have to make it all the way down to Austin. They decided they don't want to do these summer tours anymore, which I disagree with. What can you do? I'd love to start doing a summer tour one of these days too. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. A David Collins thirty state tour. Hey, <laughs> the, the, that'd uh, be fantastic. Yeah. Kill Tony. Who do you think your top three favorite current band members are? Oh, I don't. I like. I like the old band. Would you like a list? Sure. No, no. I like Michael Mewing, the guitar guy. He's got some witty comments. And he like shares his guitar with people, which is pretty. I'm sorry, nice the person you're thinking of is Matthew, Matthew Mueling. Mueling, right? He's a pretty swell fella. You strike me as a bit of a Theo Vaughn. Who do you think you're most compared to? My dad. Really? Is he a comedian? No, I just think he's really funny. I see. <laughs> so more people compare you to your dad than uh, than a comedian. Yeah, I don't really think it's that big of a compliment for most people saying it, but I, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> Well, maybe. I think a lot of people, you know, if they told that to me, they certainly wouldn't be using it as a compliment, but we don't want to get into there. I don't want to talk. And certainly actually, not. actually, since that plane accident, I shouldn't be so disrespectful about his name. I'm glad we should just be thankful that he's recovered. Yeah, totally. Why not? How would you describe your style of comedy? Uh, very rough, edgy, uh, really? dirty. Uh, well, we know you come from a bar background. A dirty place. Yeah, I have a story about a bar. Oh, let me hear it. I walked into one. Oh. I said, ow. Holy cow. Nice, dude. Bit of an edgy comedian. Yeah, that's... A... How do you come up with your material? Uh... Probably at that bar, right? Do you have any bar stories? Now, how would you describe your style of comedy in terms of your delivery? Are you telling these bar stories on stage? Sometimes. Uh, I like to tell stories. I'm kind of a storyteller, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I consider that. myself... I've said this many times, but I also consider myself a bit of a storyteller. I would say so myself. You could go on. I'm asking about your style of comedy. Oh, uh, basically just like observational. Wouldn't uh, want to keep you from telling about your jokes. Do you have any jokes that you've prepared today? Actually, uh, yes. I've got quite a few. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any. I see. <laughs> Never had a joke in my Well, I life. think you just hinted at it before we pushed that record button, so I didn't know. No. Unfortunately, I... Brody, we had a fun segment that we wanted to get from Brody Toopy. Mm -hmm. He had canceled... Last what? time this happened, we had an improv comedian on, oh. um, so I thought it was interesting. It happened again, Brody Toopy. Last time it was Jerry's fault, actually. This was just a timing issue, but improv comedy. Improv have comedy. Have you done improv comedy? I don't think so. No. Maybe. Probably have by some people's standards. <laughs> I see. Well, that makes a lot of sense. You know, people have different standards of improv comedy. We do have a lot of voicemails that I want to get into. I love learning more about you here, but I guess we're just going to have to save that for another time because we have a quick segment that I had to get into today. You did it. You did it. That is a David Collins slow clap. And today we just need to give one slow clap away. We've already mentioned that, or two, I guess. A slow clap to Shannon Sharp and Cat Williams for having the largest podcast episode in history, I believe. I like that. I believe it's broken records already. Really? Did you watch this? Did oh, you hear I loved about it. this? Loved every minute of so it. So this was comedian Cat Williams went on the athlete Shannon Sharp's podcast and basically a scorched earth. Oh, dude. Everybody in the industry. Everybody. I couldn't believe. It was nice. It was a, it was an interesting thing. That would be somebody interesting to get on the show. Cat I couldn't Williams? help but agree and be very suspicious of a lot of things that he might say. Oh, wow. Wouldn't That's... that be an interesting guest to get on the show? One of those things that he says is that Joe Rogan refuses to have him on the show. Joe Rogan comes back and says, 
I'd love to have you on the show. Now we have to wonder who's telling the truth. If you ask me, Cat Williams, a very truthful guy. And that's why Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp get a slow clap this week. How much of that interview did you watch? Oh, I watched the whole thing. I watched it twice, actually. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Yeah. He was, uh, I even watched Friday After Next after I watched the podcast. Well, that's great. That would have been very subliminal. It's just advertising that movie for I after the show. I think that's what he was doing. What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means it's time for David Collins Collins and emails. And we have a lot of emails and a couple of voicemails that we need to get caught up on today. Our first email comes in from Ronnie Weiss. Oh, I guess we wanted to listen to this voicemail first. Why don't we jump into this email first? This first email comes in from Ronnie Weiss. He wrote in response to my appearance on the Blind Mike Project. All right. So for anybody who doesn't know, I had guest hosted an episode of the Blind Mike Project on YouTube. And on that episode, we interviewed friend of the show, Jameson Cox. Jameson Cox told a story about Chad Zumach, who we were talking about on the show. He also told us a bonus story about a comedian that he opened for that was sneaking vodka in a kombucha bottle while he was on stage, and he left it open. All we were able to pull from him that that one was some sort of Deadpool character in a movie. Ronnie Weiss emailed the show and said, it must have been T.J. Miller with the kombucha bottle with vodka. In the study. Well, thank you, Ronnie Weiss, for that email. Maybe you're right. And if anybody else wants to confirm that, email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. But that sounds about right. TJ Miller, I could imagine that being the infamous vodka kombucha bottle. Big fan. There should fan be a DJ. fun name. We should come up with a fun name for that character. <laughs> but of course, we have a voicemail that came in this week from friend of the show, Austin Ingalls. Do you know Austin Ingalls? I certainly am aware of him. A great friend of the show, likes to send us in a joke every once in a while. He's got a great joke that he sent us in this week. Why don't we take a quick listen? Let's check her out. Vin Diesel has been accused of sexual battery. Serious crime or not. I know I'm not the only one that thought, did he fuck his car? <laughs> wow. And he's a little edgy, just like you. You guys would probably really get along. He's very edgy, yes. What a great joke. What did you think about that? Vin Diesel, did you hear about that? Another story that we weren't able to talk about in world news. So many stories. Vin Diesel is on world news? No, we didn't have the opportunity. Oh, Austin, no. luckily, it, it tackled that ground a little later in the show here. We find out now. Vin Diesel, with that allegation. Did you hear about this? Hard-hitting news, David. It's I... too bad. I'd hate to be Vin Diesel right now. Well, thank you for that email, Austin Ingalls. We had another email come in, this time from Barry Gibbs. Doesn't say where it's from. Hi, David. My name is Barry Gibbs. Not that Barry Gibbs from the Bee Gees. I'm a real estate agent from Nashville. Being that I share a name with a famous person, I get bothered anytime someone asks me if I'm that Barry Gibbs. You know, not to interrupt you, Barry. I bet he thought about writing us this in because we like to play a game. Sometimes we ask people, we play, I have a segment called People with the Same Name. And he was probably thinking, I have somebody with the same name. <laughs> anyway, Barry continues here. My question for you is, how have you been dealing with having your name mistaken for these other phony David Collins? Love your show. Thank you. And thank you, Barry. One way we've been dealing with it is fun segments like David Collins in the wild. Thank you for that email. Hey, do you have anybody with the same name? A Troy Rigdon. That's an interesting name. Never. Do you ever. know any other Rigdons? Uh, my dad, my mom. Right. My sister, my brother. Well, that makes sense. We also got an email this week from at Diane Menendez. 
34. David, I have to say, I was not a big fan of your show when I first started watching, but your episode with Vinnie Paulino was so fun. I'm a big fan of Rodney Dangerfield, so playing Finish the Punchline using his jokes was a spectacular. No questions from me for now, but you have an avid listener in me. Well, thank you, Diane Menendez. That's very sweet. That was very sweet. Beautiful. Nicely put, too. Lastly, we have one other voicemail here. Actually, Jerry in it warned me that this was a this was a another international caller. We have this other we have an international correspondent that likes to call in from Jamaica, and I love to hear from that friend of the show, B Dude. Not him this this week, but what was he here? This is Samir Rahim from New York City. Uh, yes, hello, Mr. Uh, David Collins of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. Uh, uh, my name is Samir Rahim, and I am a big fan, big, big fan of your show. Um, I am from uh, New Delhi, India, uh, but I am currently living in New York City. Um, so I just wanted to ask you guys about, uh, see, see if you have seen anything about these uh these jewish tunnels right because uh because i think this this story um i think it is very very funny it is very funny and uh so is your show um i i my joke about the the jewish people uh leaving leaving the tunnels um is that i think since since you people finally stopped playing uh christmas music that they are finally comfortable coming out of the holes (laughs) <laughs> All right, thank you so much, David, and you have a wonderful day and great show. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Samir, and you have a wonderful day also. What a great voicemail and a great joke about that interesting story about these Jewish tunnels. Have you heard about this? I have not. You have not heard no. about these Jewish tunnels. I don't know anything about Jewish People tunnels. People were arrested last weekend or this weekend. It a, it's a pretty modern story here. Maybe not the way that they're digging these tunnels, but it's a, it's a new topical story here where this underneath the synagogue they were digging these tunnels. And we're still finding out exactly what the details are, but it's an interesting story. Thanks for bringing that to the show, Samir. Another story that we didn't get to talk about in World News. There's so many stories that we could have talked about. It could have just been David Collins' 30-minute-half-hour news show. Yeah. There's a spinoff, right? That's that's true. Another spinoff. We are looking at starting a David Collins 30-show network. We have a lot of things in the works there. The next, of course, is that live show and then our reality show. And continuing yeah. with this main show, we have a lot of projects in the works there. And, of course, we're starting a podcast, which we've already teased, and we're banking up those episodes. Just wait and see. Just wait and see. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Yeah, I think I missed the boat on that one. Right. Well, you never know. You know, so many people were starting shows even at the beginning of this year. And finally, that sound means it's time for our last game. And I'm very excited for this game that we have here. It's Name That Screenplay Movie Edition. It's one of my favorite games to play because we get to go through a screenplay. We're going to read through a part from a couple movies. Oh, cool. And after reading through the section and the scene, you're going to have to tell us what movie that scene was from. Right. Are you ready to play? Uh, Name the screenplay. Let's do it. That's perfect. <laughs> so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to hand you three pages or four pages. I'm not sure. We got a, It's a thick script today. Is this your clever way of telling people I don't know how to read? And we're going to read. Well, I think it would be fun if you read for character one on all three of these movie scenes. And I'll read from for character two. 
Okay. Round one. This first movie is from 2007. Oh, okay. There it is. It finally comes out. We were supposed to go to college together since elementary school. Whatever happened to that? Uh, what happened to that? Is that you're too stupid to get into the school I did? I was not too stupid. I was too lazy. You've wasted all my time, you selfish bastard. Instead of chasing girls and making friends, I threw away the last three years talking bullshit with you. Now, because of you, I'm going to college a fucking friendless virgin. <laughs> Getting with a girl won't make you any less of a loser next year. You talking to me or yourself, you fucking loser? All right. Round one of Name That Screenplay. Can you name that screenplay? Um, Maybe a few moments. Let it fish in your head there. Go through any of those lines. Strike you as familiar. 2007. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. I know this one. Is it super bad? That's exactly right. Hell 2007, yeah. super bad. And if anybody else is doing well on these games, make sure you email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. You've done so well on these games, we're going to have to bring you. you back and have you participate and see if you can do better than somebody else who's done so well in uh, these games. I'd love to. I relish it. That would be great. Why don't we look at round two of finish or name that screenplay? Round two. This movie's from 2008. All right, you ready? What's wrong? <laughs> That's not quite as cool as the other things. Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm out of cool stuff. Well, I'm not. Check this out. Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis. I got the other guy. I got the Colonel. That's right. The entire Burger King Armageddon collectible cup series, except for one. Beat. Brennan looks at him. Not cool either, right? Well, then I'm out of cool stuff, too. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. <laughs> Does a big ceramic boot full of pennies sound cool? No, not cool. Okay, I'm definitely done. Hey, I've got an idea. Let's go down to the kitchen and make a big ice cream creation. Yeah, cool. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Can you name that screenplay? 2008. Uh, no, dude, I don't know that one. Well, that's fine because you've just about run out of time anyway. The answer to that game was Step Brothers. Bro, I literally said Brett. Okay, yeah. Step Brothers. I don't remember that conversation. It's and really I actually believe we accidentally read one of the actions throughout the throughout the scene there too, which might have been a bit of a clue, a fun movie there. Do you like this game? Yeah, this is a great game. I'm a big movie buff. Perfect. Well, that's perfect. I'm glad we chose this game. Why don't we look at round three here of Name That Screenplay, the last round. God, I can't believe you got me on that last one. This movie's also from 2008. Never start with the head. Victim gets fuzzy. Can't feel the next C. You wanted me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you'd do, and you didn't disappoint. You let five people die. Even to jip me like that, that's cold. Where is he? These, those mob fools. <laughs> sorry. Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way the things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've. Oh, that's you. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Then why do you want to kill me? Kill you? I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, you complete me. 
All right. Can you name that screenplay? 2008, a great year for movies. Was it like Donnie Brasco or something? I'm sorry. It was Batman The Dark Knight. Oh, I've never seen it. You've never seen The Dark Knight? Nope. Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. Well, that was Name That Screenplay. Did you like that game? Yeah, it was and fantastic. And compared to that first game that we played, which game would you say you liked the most? I think they were equally as arousing. Well, that's great to hear. Troy Rigdon, everybody. Thank you so much for being on the no show worries. today. That is the show. Is there anything else that you wanted to say to our audience anywhere that they could follow you? Uh, no. Tip your bartenders. <laughs> Tip your bartenders. That's perfect. No problem. What a great episode. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.